Well, hello, 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 and welcome to the Sisters You Have Value podcast. I'm your host, Kim Tolliver, and I'm super excited to be here with you today. Happy Friday, happy Friday. This podcast was created for women because we believe in the power of sisterhood and unity, and we strive to build a community where women can share their passions, learn from one another's experiences, and support each other on their journey. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Sisters You Have Value. If you are a new listener, thank you so much for tuning in. Give us a like, share, and follow. Send it to a friend. If you are a returning listener, thank you so much for coming back and hanging out with us again and giving us another listen. Okay, grab your tea, grab your coffee, grab your drink, and join us on a captivating, hopefully 45-minute exploration into the intricacies of the human experience. So y'all, I titled this week's episode because we titled it The Journey We Call Life. Where we get into some aspects of existence, uncovering profound insights and shedding light on the tapestry of our emotions, relationship, growth, and purpose. So this one came by way, you know, last few weeks been real challenging. You know, so many things come at you from all over the place and the Lord has just been a journey. Uh, but we trust God in the process. And I also have some friends that I love dearly um, that are experiencing some things on their job and things um, personal in their home. So we want to be able to encourage people when we know that somebody is going through something. We want to take time out to try to delve into it to help them along the way too. And that's what we're here for. That's why the women uh, podcast was created. So Y'all know we navigate our way through this life with resilience, strength, determination, overcoming unique challenges and embracing identities and so much more. But the journey of black women through life is diverse and it encompasses a range of experiences, challenges and triumphs. So it's shaped by intersecting identities, including race, gender, class and more. While it's important to recognize that everyone's journey is unique, there are some common themes in historical context that have influenced the experiences of Black women. They say life is about the journey and not the destination. (laughs) But what does that really mean? I know you've heard this line a million times before, but maybe you quite didn't understand what it was trying to illustrate. when your plans get foiled, you find yourself on a detour, you smack dab in the middle of troubles, you coming out of storm, going in a storm, <laughs> you may hear some, a well-meaning friend try to comfort you or steer you in the right direction. Life is a journey. That's what they say. It's in between the dash. That's what I love. Everything that we do from, from beginning to end really comes down to what you do in between that dash. Because ain't none of us getting out of this thing alive. But the process, y'all, is the greatest reward. The sweetest moments come when you realize that you have attained the final goal because of everything you've experienced. So it's it's personal. It's deep. It's unique. But it's a continuous process of growth, self-discovery, and transformation. So we encounter these things. So women face pressures to always be happy and accommodating. But it's crucial 
to acknowledge and honor their full emotional spectrum, including moments of sadness, anger, frustration. We, we, we have that strong persona, but we're still human. So, you know, this acceptance, it, it enables us to be, to better understand our own needs and communicate them effectively. So I want to make sure that we, it's important that to note that the experiences of women are diverse, you know, so we recognize these things, we address them and we try to, we often in, uh, encounter disparities in access to education, uh, unequal resources, underfunding of schools in the communities. So, but despite these challenges, we digress and we excel. And so we develop the resilience early on. So as daughters, black women inherit a rich legacy of strength, wisdom, cultural heritage from their mothers and female ancestors. They may find valuable lessons and witness their mother's determination and perseverance in the face of adversity. However, you also encounter generational traumas, and it's it is essential to acknowledge the intergenerational struggles and celebrate the resilience that Black women exhibit as they honor their roots while carving their unique paths. As mothers, we embrace the profound responsibility of nurturing and raising our children, and they are often committed to providing their children with safe and nurturing environment while instilling cultural res resilience and a sense of pride in the heritage. But here's the thing. It's tough sometimes, you know, here lately, you know, you have a lot of single parent homes. You have a lot of homes that have been torn apart for one reason or another. And so then we have to address and have conversations about the identity, racial identity, addressing the realities of systemic racism, empowering our children to navigate a world that may not always uh, value their worth. So we have to instill that in them. You have to tell these children that they're beautiful. You have to tell these children that they're loved. You have to tell these children that they are smart, that they're important, because life doesn't always tell them the things that they need to hear in order for them to create uh, a, a better life. And so we want to strive to create a supportive and, and loving space for our children to flourish and succeed. Because uh, guess what? They're raising the next, they are the next generation of leaders, change makers. So if you sit and you do nothing, these children will do nothing. They will Im imitate, emulate. They will be everything that you be. You know, so we want to make sure that we're putting some things in them. Because I look at some of these kids today and I'd be like, Lord, help us. <laughs> some savages out here. So the journey is um, uh, uh, it's, it's momentous. But we be encouraged. So we we encounter obstacles related to work life balance and so guess what again single parent you got to do something with your kid in the morning you got to find somewhere for your kid in the afternoon if you have to work late some people work two jobs some people are grinding out just trying to make it every day but then that leaves those kids to their own devices then our children are left without the nurturing that they need and sometimes we forget that we forget along the way that while we're so busy doing uh, the things that we need to do, it also stifles that child because then that, that time, that attention, that, that thing that they need so much sometimes get uh, lost in the shuffle of us trying to strive to build a better life for them due to single parenting. Um, and so we juggle so many roles, mother, professional, caregiver, that's demanding and it's emotionally taxing. So 
but we often again have that resilience and that determination and we find strength and this is where we find it in community support network and self-care practices so you know you have to make sure that uh, you're doing something for you as well because these things in life this journey we call life it doesn't always end up how we want it sometimes some things man when i say take a detour how to get i didn't see that coming kind of thing there's a lot of i didn't see it coming <laughs> you know no, no matter how or what we do uh we're gonna experience that so you know um again it's it's rough and and like i said as i think about those that are going through now you know you you really just want to be able to have them to be encouraged so and in in doing that you encourage the growth the empowerment self-expression it's essential for us to seek out connections with individuals who value and respect their autonomy you know our opinions and aspirations so when we cultivate these friendship with other women who share common values and goals you can create that sisterhood of support and understanding that mentorship from women who have blazed trails in various fields and things like that so our personal journey um, often involve breaking free, get free from societal expectation. We don't have to do what society says we have to do. We don't have to be what society says we have to be, but you got to find you. So it's, um, you got to embrace your change. You got to be able to overcome your challenge to be able to shape yourself, to be the best version of yourselves. But you also have to be encouraged along the way. Sometimes life can hit us so hard. We want to give up. We want to stop in the middle. How they say, stop this train. Let me get off of it. You know, a lot of people just want to get off without trying to find a way to make it through the journey. Because on the other side of that, that that's where the greatest reward is. But nobody said it's, it's easy uh, when you're in the valley, you know, it's 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 hard. Anybody tell you that it's easy, be lying to you. They ain't been through nothing. They haven't lived long enough anyway. So we have setbacks. We have obstacles. We have things uh, that happen along the way. And then uh, on top of all of this journey, we face life uh, searching for purpose, for meaning. So then that becomes a fundamental aspect of our experience. So we have to embark on this thought-provoking exploration on on why am I here? Um, we have different philosophical, spiritual, psychological perspectives on life's purpose, contemplating questions like, what is my purpose? How do I find a meaning in what I do? And so by examining that, we can shed light on how we can discover and cultivate a sense of purpose that align up with our values and passions. So through that, we can come through. But the answer to the question, who am I, is what psychologists call a self-concept. Changes to the self-concept can be uncomfortable. And people often react with a sense of uh, uh, intense resistance to anything that threatens how they have come to see themselves now. So sometimes even when we're trying to find our purpose, we're scared of the unknown. Then that fear stifles us. So... A uh, perfect example of this is someone's self-concept as a non-religious person or in the parlance of a survey. Um, seeing yourself as none might not seem like a barrier to finding faith. It's, it is void to be, it's, it's still a void though that needs to be filled. It is itself uh, an identity. So that one that people can feel as powerful as saying that they're Christian or Buddhist, Catholic, whatever. 
and that can be hard to let go. So just those things such as like entertaining your religious and spiritual ideas can feel like a threat to the self-concept. So that just means that, Lord, we have come and we've become so much of what we are and we are so scared to step out there uh, of the unknown because it's comfortable here. But it shouldn't get that comfortable. Uh, it shouldn't get that comfortable. So how do we get to the other side, y'all? Robert Frost said the best way out is always through. <laughs> Even when there's difficulty and uncertainty, Mr. Frost is correct. You have to go through it to get to the other side. More often than not, it leads to a stronger version of you. So people don't really understand that it's through the pain, it's through the storms that we develop, it's through those things, it's through the journey that we become who we are today. Had I not been through the things that I've gone through, Lord, I wouldn't be who I am today. Someone said yesterday, Miss Kim, I wish I had your brain. <laughs> you don't want that journey <laughs> that come with it. You know, we go through some things. We go through some storms. Life take us on a journey that's so, you know, and sometimes we we take ourselves on journeys that jack us up so bad, you know, because we didn't listen, we didn't pray, we didn't heed the word and the warnings and things like that. So we took our own path. And so we, we delved off into something else that we shouldn't have, you know, but it keeps you a long time, y'all, and it costs you a whole lot on that journey. So we have to learn to embrace um, where we are during the transition and, and figure out how we're going to settle into the next phase of life, that new phase of life that's going to be the most rewarding so we got to look at our emotions be unapologetic in how you are feeling but take time to really understand how exactly that is so like i said we know life has a way of throwing curveballs that we never saw i know i've experienced one lord i never saw it coming and and still don't see the end but god but i know he's faithful you know He's faithful, and that word will never return void. He said that he'll perform it. So we, we believe in God in all things. So some of it throws us into seasons of grief or overcoming. Others can lead to what can be the best seasons of our life. But regardless, we have to be honest with ourselves and others when possible about our emotions surrounding that time. Are we excited? Are we anxious? Are we happy? Are you overwhelmed right now on this journey? Knowing how you feel can help you sort through that time and allow transi transition to feel easier. You gotta, you gotta stop sometimes. You gotta breathe, and you gotta just take that one step to see, Lord, where am I? Lord, what am I supposed to be doing? Lord, ease my mind, ease my troubled heart, Lord God. And you gotta find comfort and rest in believing and knowing that He will do and give you that. Sometimes we get so busy, so caught up. And things that we make so insurmountable. And um, it takes more of us than we it, than it needs to. Because it's not as bad as it is. But we have to concentrate on what we can control. So there are things we can control. Of course, it may not always seem that way. But if you just pause for a moment, you can find something uh, that you have control over, even through all this chaos, there is something that you can control. Even if you're overwhelmed, if you're moving somewhere, uh, you may not be able to flip the switch and feel completely secure. Um, your job got it jacked up. Uh, you can control how you respond to the people on your job. You know, we deal with some nuts and, you know, everybody is not the same. Everybody doesn't share that same spirit. That walk of that moral compass is different. So that integrity is different. 
So, but you don't let them command your day, your morning. You know, when we feel with the joy that the Lord gives, nobody can take that from us. So, um, create a list of things, y'all. You got to keep your inner circle from home on speed dial for support, playing out stuff. You just got to make sure that um, what you can control is what you can control. And those things that you can't, leave it alone. You know, so we we find support, even though it may feel like sometimes we feel isolated at times. But you got to remind yourself that you got people in your life who have been through and been where you've been. And you got to allow yourself to be vulnerable and reach out to their friend or family member during those times of heavy change and uncertainty. Ask a divorced friend how they handled their separation. Share your concerns about losing touch with a child as they leave the house for the first time and we have that empty nest. You got to find people who retire. It's all in like kind. So, you know, you let the walls fall. You know, it's incredible who you let in and, and how their support will change the whole game as we transition through this life. And just know that they're just that. Life is a transition. They aren't meant to last forever. You know, it's this too shall pass. So even along the journey, no matter what we experience, no matter what we go through, we have to be encouraged that um, each one comes with its own emotions to embrace challenges and, and, and things for us to overcome. It has that. But the important thing is to allow yourself to navigate them the way that feels best to you and a part of the life you're in. Open your mind and heart, y'all, to the lessons you can learn. Lord, show me what it is that I need to see in this moment, Lord, while I'm waiting. You know, that's beauty in the ashes, you know. They say, Lord, he's very beautiful ashes, you know. So even in our waiting period, even in the times where it seems difficult and darker, you know, we have to have some semblance to know that it's going to be well on the other side, you know. So, um practical steps for uncovering and living that purpose-driven life. Reflect on your values and your passions. Take that time for self-reflection to identify your core values and passions. What activities and uh, things causes or ignite that sense of purpose and fulfillment in you? What's your strengths, interests, issues deep, that you care deeply about? This, align, this help you align your purpose with your authentic self. What can you do that you love that you don't even have to get paid for? What hobby that you love that brings you so much peace, so much joy, those things. So when we want to know purpose-driven life, we can find that when we reflect on what our values and passions are. And then we have to set goals for that. Once we get a clear understanding of that value and passion, we got to set goals that's going to line us up with our purpose. But even when you do that, you got to follow through, y'all. That's what happens, too, in the journey. We we get excited for a minute, and we want to change something, and then we get hit with that curveball, and we take sometimes what they say, we take two steps forward and three steps back, but we don't get back from those three steps. You got to still get up and come on. You got to get up and go, you know. So um, you got to break down the long-term visions to smaller, actionable things. Create a roadmap that allow you to progress through your purpose incrementally and celebrate the milestones along the way. So even through the journeys, even through the valley, even through the pits, even through the things that you experience along the way, 
reward yourself for how you uh, are progressing. I had something happen to me last night. <laughs> Somebody said something to me so crazy, <laughs> you know, um, and we thank God for growth and stuff. And so and, and he held me, you know. And I, and I know that there's a change. Of course, I've been going through this shifting, like we call it that metamorphosis. But I'm going through something right now. So, but I know God is moving me. He's changing me. He's redirecting me. So even while this journey, uh, the challenges the last few weeks and things that I've been through, um, the heaviness and things that I've experienced, I know any time I experience things like that, when I can't see my way, when it gets so rough, or I don't say rough, but it gets sometimes overwhelming. Um, you know, dealing with all my houses, dealing with things, dealing with, you know, your family. But I know whenever I'm going through something, especially when there's attacks on every end, that that's my journey. And that's God's way of letting me know he's about to move me into something different. He's about to shift and you got to be able to shift. You got to be able to shift and pivot with that thing. You got to be able to go with it, you know, whenever. And so then you allow yourself to open up to say, okay, Lord, wherever you, wherever you lead, I go. But if you don't and you fight this journey, <laughs> you fight this thing, you're going to be where you are. And what's the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing we've always done, expecting a different result. And then we wonder why we're stuck here. Lord, why can't I move? Why can't? Because you got to do some work in this thing. This journey requires work, but we got to look at it just as a journey heading to our destination, you know. So we got to step out your comfort zone, seek some diverse experiences, engage in activities that expose you to new perspectives and cultures and ideas so it can broaden your understanding of the world and foster personal growth and help you uncover unexpected paths that resonate with your purpose. You got to seek some inspiration and learn from others. Surround yourself with individuals who embody purpose-driven lives. Seek out mentors or models, role models, or communities that share similar values and visions. I always say, show me your friends, I'll show you your life. Show me your phone, I'll show you your life. So even when we're going through this journey and we, we take detours on our own, it has nothing to do with anybody save the fact that we don't have vision, we don't have focus. And we haven't set enough boundaries for ourselves to say, or discipline to say, Lord, I'm going to do this. And I'm committed. We can be committed, but committed to the wrong things. So um, you got to be able to engage in conversations, attend events, groups, center, around, center these things around that. So that's going to help us with this journey and finding our purpose along the way. Embrace challenges as growth opportunities, y'all. Challenges are, you know, this it's inevitable. Um, you know, uh, what was the thing they said? Two things firemen hate, <laughs> change and remaining the same. So you got to embrace everything um, on this path to living the life in this journey that we go. Embrace them as opportunities for growth, for learning, y'all. Um, I think it was, uh, I don't know if it was Eric Thomas or somebody say, uh, you know how people say win and lose, but they say I either win or I've learned a lesson. So there's no failure in what we do. We learn in lessons along the way. So we cultivate that resilience, that perseverance, and that growth mindset to overcome obstacles and continue to move forward. Life is how we look at it, y'all, along the way. Um, you can allow it to take you so deep into a uh, depression and, and 
That's the devil's trick. Satan want to get you so dark, so deep, so isolated by yourself. He don't want you to engage in anybody, listen to anything that's going to help heal and make you whole. But if he can isolate you, you know, and it'll make this journey all the more harder. Oh, but the devil is alive. So we want to take action and make a difference. Purpose is not just about introspection. It involves taking action. So we want to identify the, identify the ways we can make a positive impact that's going to align us with our purpose. And that could be through volunteering, uh, advocating for cause, starting a project, or pursuing a career that uh, contributes to the greater good. Small actions, y'all, uh, can create a ripple effect and bring about meaningful change. What they say, how you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. We got to practice gratitude and self-care. If we had an attitude of gratitude and we thanking God for everything, we don't have time to look at the stuff in the mess around us. Lord, I thank you that you woke me this morning. Lord, I thank you that I have a job I can go to. Lord, I thank you that there's a roof over my head. Lord, I just thank you for life, that I'm able to walk, that I'm able to talk. Uh, thank you, Lord, for my children. Thank you for family. You know, thank you, Lord, that I'm just at peace. I'm at rest. And so when you you give a gratitude and, and self-care, so you got to cultivate that mindset and acknowledge and appreciate the progress you make. If you failed and went back a step, that's okay. You made two steps forward. You got to celebrate these small milestones and achievements. Take time to recharge and nurture yourself. Always remember wherever you are today, it took how long to get there. So wherever we're going tomorrow, life is a journey. This whole life we live, this is the journey. And able two destinations at the end that you can go to. So while we're on our way and we want to create that life of service in Christ and what we do for Christ that'll last and we want to have that peace, that joy, um, even in the midst of our trials and our storms, Self-care is not selfish. Just remember, it allows you to show up <laughs> fullest and sustainable in your pursuit. So we want to be able to embrace that flexibility and evolution. Understand, y'all, that your purpose may evolve over time. But as you gain new experiences and insights. So you got to embrace that and allow it to adapt and grow along the way. Reevaluate stuff and align, realign your goals as you go along the way, sometimes I, I always tell people, even when it doesn't seem like he moving, he moving. Even when you don't see your way, uh, is there. So you can still learn and enjoy the journey, but we can also allow God to shape and refine us on the journey. So we don't want to lose sight of where we headed, y'all. But I just know these weeks have been uh, overwhelming for some people. These weeks have been challenging for some people. You know, they've been promised things and uh, not getting them or they promise things and they take it back and these people plan for things uh, they've been shaking up their you know time has been shifted you know for certain things and reasons so you know um, we want to encourage everybody you know that those people that that are going through grieving loss you know so we all are on a journey at different times in our lives and as the old folks say keep living you will experience some things uh, if not all of them along the way, so we don't not we don't want to experience everything, Lord. But um, you know, I, I thought about some quotes in that you know uh, this journey of life. Uh, Robert Louis Stevenson said, "Don't judge each day by the harvest you reap, but by the seeds that you plant." So even if you didn't get anything today. We're planting seeds for tomorrow for our future. So we're still reaping and sowing. It's still seed time and harvest is still 
in effect, y'all. So, you don't judge today. Don't judge each day by the harvest that you reap, but the seeds that you plant. So what are you planting? What are you doing? So on this journey, are you doing anything? Because guess what? If you ain't planting the tomatoes, they ain't going to grow. If you don't plant the corn, it ain't coming. So are you planting? Are you complaining? That's the difference. Are you talking about it, but not being about it? Heraclitus said, no man ever steps in the same river twice. For it's not the same river. And he's not the same man. So even when we go through, it's a whole different thing. Not I, nor anyone else can travel that road for you. You must travel it by yourself. It's not far. It is within reach. Perhaps you've been on it since you were born and did not know. Perhaps it is everywhere on water and land. Walt Whitman says that. So, you know, um, I like those. The most important reason from going from one place to another is to see what's in between. <laughs> and they took great pleasure in doing just that, knowing justice said that. So going from one place to another, even in our journey, it's the things in between. So I am no longer afraid of becoming lost because the journey back always reveals something new. And that is ultimately good for the artist Billy Joel said that. Pat Convoy said, once you have traveled, the voyage never ends, but it is played out over and over again in the quietest chambers. The mind can never break free of the journey. Never stop because you feel defeated. The journey to the other side is attainable only after great suffering. Y'all know that. It takes some work in that thing. And we may go through some things. It may hurt. Um, and Lord, I'm gonna tell you, when we in that, when we in our darkest places, that hurt and that pain can be so bad that we can't even see our way out of it. Man, it's easy to say, oh, you know, oh, it's so no. If you ain't been there, you you can't speak on it. If you haven't experienced what I've experienced, you know, you you can't speak on it. So you know, um, but you never stop. There is strange comfort in knowing that no matter what happens today, the sun will rise again tomorrow. And God give us new mercies and new grace each day to make it through. But we have to put our trust in him. We have to put our trust in knowing that somebody is bigger than us that can carry these things as we go through this life, as we journey through these things, as these things affect us so much. So I want my friends and everybody out there that's listening to be encouraged in knowing that. Uh, Drake says sometimes it's the journey that teaches you a lot about your destination so that journey is, is shaping you up for where you're going where you're headed because no matter how <laughs> how, how you get whatever happens you're going to end somewhere <laughs> so whatever destination you choose I'd rather think that I make the journey so lucrative for me that I, I want to see a good side, a good seed planted at the end so that um, I can reap a, a better harvest. So it will lead you to a destination. Transformation is a process. As life happens, there are times of ups and downs. It's a journey of discovery. There are moments on the mountaintops and there's moments in the deep valleys of despair. Rick Warren said there. So, you know, it's always going to be a valley. It's always going to be a pit. It's always going to be... Uh, 
something that's going on. Uh, Michelle Obama said, for me, becoming, becoming isn't about arriving somewhere or achieving a certain aim. I see it instead as forward motion, a means of evolving, a way to reach continuously toward a better self. The journey doesn't end. And that's so profound because it doesn't. Um, that journey keeps on going each day, day in and day out. You're on a journey whether you like to think so or not. Again, if you're doing nothing, you're on a journey to nowhere. <laughs> you already know where you headed. So like Drake said, it's already pointing you to your destination. So you don't even have to have it twisted. You don't even get mad at nobody but yourself because you didn't get your butt out of bed. None come to dreamers but sleep. You know, sleep, what they say, none come to sleepers but dreams. So you already know where you are. So we don't even have to worry about your journey. Um, it's already fixed and set. Um, it's always going to be growth, y'all, improvement. It's always going to be adversity. You just got to take it all in and do what's right. Continue to grow. Continue to live in the moment. So um, Philippians 3, 13 and 14 tell us to forget what lies behind. That's our baggage from the past those things and reach forward toward what lies ahead our eternal home and press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus that means keep your eyes on the prize your calling to serve and glorify God and spend eternity with eternity with him after all we were created to love God and enjoy him forever so we not on those things you know we, we on what lies ahead that stuff that happened to me was in my past. But again, I thank God for the journey because it's made me who I am today. Now, if I if I had a do-over, <laughs> oh, Lord, there's a lot of things I would do over. I don't know where I would end up on this journey, on this side of the destination, you know. Yeah, Lord, it's a lot I would do over. And some things I leave just the same. You know, we had a great uh, high school was fun. All my high school friends. Uh, Man, that was a good time. That was a good, you know, just that that whole experience was a good thing. You know, that part I can't remember at least, you know, uh, hanging out, you know, with my friends in high school. That childhood thing is a horse of another color, though. We talked about that last week, but hey. Um, <laughs> um, again, you can still learn from this journey. Allow God to shape and refine you on it, but don't lose sight. There are not many roads to heaven and multiple ways to find God's favor. So, you know, we want to keep moving. Uh, so all I can say is how should you respond to life is a journey when you hear just say it is a journey but it's also very much about that destination too and so we want to make sure that when we get to the end of that destination we know we've done our due diligence we've done all we can we've made the most of our journey and so always know joy keep that joy in you because the world didn't give it to you you sure ain't gonna take it from me and when I know I'm going to be challenged along the way, I'm going to I'm a find strength. You know, perfect love cast out fear. Just know that learn to rest in the love of Jesus, you know, um, and he will work it out and guide your path. You know, so uh, Jeremiah 29, 11, I know the plans. Y'all know the plans he have for us. So I hope, you know, this has helped someone along the way, somebody that is going through Right now, you may be in a valley, you may be in the pit, you may be up on the mountaintop right now, but things change. There's always a shifting 
There's always a going through. There's always a journey that will take us into different directions of things that we didn't think or see. So just while we wait, make sure we're prepared. We're preparing our mind, our hearts, and our souls to be willing to receive whatever that journey brings. And as you strengthen yourself and continue to, to you know, to do devotion, do uh, prayer, you know, read the word, y'all. Get into the word. You can't fight the world on the world's terms because, the, you know, the devil is cunning. But while we go on this journey and while we're on the way, y'all, um, take comfort and take rest in knowing that um, if it's bad, it'll pass. If you're still here, he ain't through with you anyway. So, <laughs> so in between my dash, I want to say that I've lived a life that has helped somebody that has made a difference in somebody's life. So I want my journey to be so full of that, that, you know, I don't see the bad in the lives of people that I see nothing but the good ahead. So I want my journey to be filled with that love, that peace, that joy, because when I tell you, uh, you better find somebody to play with if you think you can move me. You know, that way I always say, I ain't helping him out of here. He coming to get me and I'm going to have a peace of mind at all times. So even in the journey, I thank him. Even in the journey, I give him praise. Even in the journey, I worship. Uh, no matter what it looks like today, I know tomorrow it's going to be better. It'll be a better day. So, um... Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, y'all know he who do that work in us, he going to see it through to the end. So just know that if he do a good work in you, he's going to see it through to the end. So enjoy the journey. And if you don't enjoy the journey, guess what? You are not a tree. Move. Get off that road. Get on another road. Ask God to lead you. Ask him to open your spiritual eyes and ears so you can hear what he's saying to you, where he's telling you to go. Stop quenching the Holy Spirit. Don't do that. Let it talk to you. You know, get in somewhere quiet. Get somewhere peaceful where you can learn to listen and hear and, and quiet your mind. Sometimes our mind is all over the place that we can't hear anything or we can't even focus or concentrate. We can plan... Uh, anything because we are so uh, engulfed in in everything that's going on right then so take some time and stop take some time to assess to identify and to look at things and i and, and i know i promise you it'll, it'll be all right in the end so i'm enjoying my journey however god leads where i'm going and, and i pray that he keeps me um, along the way, no matter what happens in my life, that he sustains me through it. You know, he doesn't save us out of everything. Yeah, there's some things we got to go through. So I hope this was helpful, enjoyable. If you have something you want to hear, email me at sisters. You have value. Sisters, you have value at gmail.com. Sisters, you have value at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening in. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. And we have more to come. I'm at episode 15. How about that? We have more to come, more to come. Y'all have a good evening.